Hey guys, I'm Lauren. And I'm Teresa. And this is Teen Mom Mom Time. Welcome back to our podcast. We're here to give you more details on OK and Radar stories that you can't get enough of. We'll be bringing you top stories, clearing up rumors, giving you special teases, and having guests to give us more gossip. On this week's episode, we will be discussing Kale and Chris possibly being back together, Leah's new boyfriend, plus all of the Janelle drama with the 911 calls, the whole custody war. So we have a lot to talk about. We do, and you're just coming back from vacation. I am. Last week I was at the beach, but... So jealous. <laughs> it's good to be back. We have so much. You missed a lot. I did. You missed the whole Janelle-Nathan custody drama. I missed it here. I was still paying attention to it at home. I was still watching David's Instagram Live and keeping well, yeah, up with Facebook. yeah, I was Facebook. texting you yes, every single day. I, yes, and you were texting me every day. I had Colleen texting me every day, so I was... I'm up to date, Good. but we obviously have to discuss it. No, we do. But before we do, why don't we start off with a truth or tale? Yes. Kale had tweeted that her and Chris are planning Lux's first birthday party, which is insane. I know. The fact that now we're watching, you know, on Team Mom 2, Kale and Chris, their relationship is always talked about. Chris is never on the show, which is unfortunate. I would love to see him on the show. Me too. But Kale always talks about it, and she said it's up and down. It's like a roller coaster. At one point, they weren't talking at all. Like, he wasn't seeing Lux, wasn't talking to her. He didn't even have a phone. No, Kale told us that he wouldn't even sign papers at the hospital to say that he's the father. Yeah, so it seemed like it was really, really bad at one point. But once everyone saw that tweet that they were planning a birthday party together, everyone freaked out. So I reached out to Kale, and she said, we're getting along, and we are doing everything we can to be there for our son. Wow. I know. Good for them. Very good for them. So a lot of people are saying, you know, are they back together? It just seems they're just co-parenting really, okay. really well. Yeah. Which is good to hear because Kale, her first two baby daddies, Joe and Javi, they're so involved. Mm-hmm. They're always there, you know, for Kale, 50-50. I think Lux needed Chris. Like, he needs him. I agree. You know, even, you know, he just needs to be there. He needs to see him, the visits, everything. You need to be involved. So I'm happy that Kale finally has that support system with Lux because she can't handle all that on her own. It's too much. Also, Kale had said that Chris is the love of her life. She was she like, did. I know it's weird because I've been married before, but Chris is the one. And I think she's really happy to have him back in her life, not only for Lux, but also for her because maybe in the future they can get back together and have more cute babies. Because as exactly. she said, if she had to pick one father to have another baby with, it would be Chris. That's so crazy that she said he's the love of her life. Well, they were texting while she was still with Javi. She though, uploaded on Instagram yeah. when she was still married, like 2014, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, that always comes up on Reddit. People always share that Instagram post because she has not deleted it. No, and even though they were just friends, I mean, you could have, obviously you could have feelings for someone while yeah. you're still married. So maybe at the end of the day, Chris can finally be the one. He's young. So maybe he she's, just young. To grow. she's young too, but yeah. maybe he just needs to grow up and maybe it can work out and she can finally yeah. have a happy family. Yeah, maybe as Kylie Jenner once, it's a you're realizing things. Chris <laughs> is realizing things. But when she told me that, I was thinking, I was like, you know, I really do think Chris is the love of her life. Even though she was married to Javi, she had a relationship with Joe. I really do think that because she really wants to make this work. You know what I like about Chris? He's not on the show. Yes. I have tried I reaching. I have tried reaching out to Chris. <laughs> I don't even want to say how many times I've tried. Yeah. So many times. And he will not talk to me. And he will not talk to any reporter. Yeah. He, even when they weren't talking, when they were on the outs, 
he never betrayed her. And I just think that that's me. Maybe that's a big reason of why he's the one because she knows that she can trust him no matter how bad it is. I mean, you know, Javi has spoken out to the, the press. Joe has slammed her on camera. So I think she can really trust him. Yeah. And she actually went on that Twitter rant. She said, you know, through it all, Chris has never said a bad word about me. I think he may have tweeted something, but he only has like 10,000 followers. So not that Mm -hmm. major, but he's never gone to any media outlet and said a bad word about her. So I think, you know, I think they can move past everything. Yeah, he wasn't really there for many of Lux's first during his first year, but I think they could really restart. Could we talk about what Kale lost by having Chris back in her life? We can. Because I'm actually it, really upset about this, as if I it's like my too. friend. But as we've seen on social media, Kale and Larry's one of her best friends, that we Bone, love. that we love. I mean, she's been on the show. She's been on social media. She basically helped Kale raise Lux. Yeah. I mean, she's con- she was constantly babysitting him when Kale had to do press for the show and just, you know, was yeah. out and about. And they're not friends anymore. Yeah, when Kale was here last September, when she came into our s- studio, Yeah, Bone was there. Bone was babysitting. Mm-hmm. We're like, where is Lux? We really wanted to meet him. I think he was only a month old, so she yeah. probably didn't want to bring him around. But she said Bone was babysitting. Yeah. At the marriage boot camp party, Bone was babysitting. You know, so Bone has been such a huge part of Lux's life and Kale. So it's a little upsetting. It's hard because I can see both sides. Totally. I feel like Bone is at the point where it's like, I've seen you crying over this guy. I've seen this guy abandon his son. How could you go back to him? Yeah. I've given you so much advice and you took him back. But then I can see Kale's side to where she just wants to give Chris yet another chance because she wants her happy family and she wants her son's father back in his life. And I feel like she'd regret it if she didn't give it a chance. So I can see both sides and hopefully in the future they can... Be friends again. Agreed. I could see both sides too. It's it's hard to pick, but I do hope they become friends again. Bone's really really funny on the show. Oh, she's hysterical. I'm yeah. I'm gonna miss her bathing suit. Oh, her bathing <laughs> suit that went viral. That was the best. But a lot of people have been bashing Bone Why? on Twitter, saying you know, oh, your 15 minutes of fame is up. You were using her. It's, I don't think she was. I think she's a real genuine friend. I don't think. You're using someone when you generally help them. Yeah. Like she, like we've said, she helped raise Kale's son. She was like the second mom. Yeah. And again, like she hasn't spoken out to any media. She could have easily have contacted us and been like, hey, I went to this huge fight with Kale. I DM'd her a while, like a very, very long time ago. Yeah. She never even answered. Right. (laughs) She's never sold Kale out. And I don't think she, I mean, I don't see her doing it in the future. Yeah. She wrote some things on social media, but she didn't. You know, we I think we all kind of assumed it was about Kale. I don't yeah. know if she actually put Kale's name in those tweets. She was refer- like she was tweeting back to like Team Mom fan right. accounts. So and other ones saying like, Oh, I noticed they don't follow each other anymore. Uh-huh. What's happening? Yeah. So she was referencing Kale in mm-hmm. it, but it's sad. It's sad to see. Hopefully everything will work out. His first birthday is coming up, so I feel like it would be really sad if Bone was not there. I think they'll patch things up. Hopefully. Getting into the top three stories of the week, we have a lot. So this is starting off on a good note. Leah Messer has a new boyfriend. Is it though? And it's, yeah, that's true because I want it to be Jeremy Calvert and it's not. That makes me sad. <laughs> but 
she looks really, 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 really happy. So she debuted her new guy yeah. on the 4th of July. We found out that he's older. He's 39 years old. He has a young son. He's been married before. Divorced. Divorced. Yeah. I mean, it seems like she's happy. Yeah. He seems nice. Yeah. He seems really, really nice. He seems really, really cute from the photos that I've seen. But I think this, even though it's not Jeremy, I think this would be really great for Leah because if you think about it, these girls have experienced so much in life already. She's already been married twice. She has three daughters. One of the daughters has a disability. She's only 26 years old. She's experienced so much. So I think she needed definitely someone more mature, definitely someone who has been through the same things she has so they can relate. So I think this relationship might be really healthy if she keeps it off camera. I think she should keep it off camera. Yeah. I also have to say, so he had a series. It hurts. <laughs> he had a series of YouTube videos. He called himself Meth Man on YouTube. Um, so basically, it was like a parody account. He was yeah. making fun of meth addicts in West Virginia. However, I watched every single video, and I cannot get past the fact that these videos are really creepy. Yeah. Just so you guys know, Teresa was sending me these videos. And she was like, you need to watch them before he deleted them. They're not on his account any longer. But yeah, they were kind of like he had his head reshaped and the voice. It was like an alien yeah. head. But the things he said were like, I think it's a little too far for a parody. Yeah. I think you should never make fun of someone who's on drugs, no. you know, has an addiction, unfortunately. So I think just his content was a little weird and wrong. Can I read one of the videos? Yes. Since yes. he deleted all of them. Yeah, since he's deleted them. Okay. So one of them was that West Virginia meth man finds his woman. Reckon I could be persuaded given you're providing some meth. Maybe we can talk a little bit. Maybe meet up. Have a drink. Maybe. I need my meth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. See, that's weird. That's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. But this was. These were, so these were in 2015. Yeah. So like three years ago. But who has that much time on their hands? I, know. I mean, these were, it was at least 20 videos. Yeah, it's a lot of time. I mean, they were short, so maybe they didn't take a long time to upload. But, but yeah, who comes up with that idea? Despite all that, now that they're deleted, they could be in his past. Um, you know, I, I think, I still think it'll be great for Leah. But Lauren, there's more. As Ryder exclusively reported. <laughs> Teresa <he> has more. <laughs> Unfortunately. Sorry, Leah. Um, he filed for bankruptcy. But it was in 2002. Yeah. He was 23 years old. He was working as a waiter at the time. He filed for like $40,000. Um, basically credit card bills and car payments. So not a big deal. I'm sure he has his finances in order right now. Yes. It was just, since it was in what? 2002, you said? Mm -hmm. It was a lesson learned. So now that he is, you know, older, more mature, more experienced, maybe he'll be better, especially because, you know, Leah has a lot of money from the show. So, But that's what concerns me. We don't want to have another Matt Bear situation where he's basically stealing all of Amber Portwood's money. Actually, not basically. He did steal Yeah, he did. Money. I don't want that for Leah. I don't either. Leah is so smart. She's chained. She has the best glow up of the whole mm -hmm. team on franchise. So she will not let that happen. She is there for her girls. She wants to support them, support herself. So I don't think that's going to happen. So as of right now, because, <laughs> you know, our minds can change, our opinions, 
I think this relationship will be really great for Leah. And hopefully she shares more. Because if he's not on the show, I want to see it on Instagram, Snapchat, all of that. I think she will. I mean, she posted that photo from the 4th of July. And, you know, those paparazzi photos had come out a few days later of her at the beach. He seems really involved in her kid's life. Um, You know, we see photos of Chris and Lux, even though Chris isn't on the show. So I'm sure we'll definitely see him. Yeah, hopefully. Then we have to go into the second top story of the week. Farrah Abraham got more plastic surgery, but it's not what you think. She exclusively <laughs> <Shocker>. told <laughs> she exclusively told Radar that she had gotten her lip filler taken out. Which the timing is funny because Kylie Jenner had just gotten her lip filler taken out. Yes. So what do you think about that? I think good for her. I feel like Farrah, just like Kylie, mm-hmm. I feel like Farrah now that she's not on the show. Maybe, you know, she'll become more of a businesswoman, CEO, all of that. Not, you know, in the adult entertainment industry. I think she needs to change. I think she needs to go back to her natural look. Well, unfortunately, she is not going back to her natural look. (laughs) Basically, um, what happened was her procedure was a bit botched. The filler was going above her top lip, kind of deforming her lip. So they removed the filler, and they were going to replace it with a better filler. That that will not happen. So Farrah will not lose her signature lips. Oh. She is still good. <laughs> Sorry, Lauren. She's not going more natural. She is just improving her filler. Now, she has had, I feel like she's always bashing the Kardashians. So it's just weird timing that she, you know, got this fix around the time Kylie did. So she actually got this done June 14th. But she posted it right after Kylie. After Kylie, so that's a little interesting. Yeah, why did I wonder why she waited so long? I don't know, but it worked because we wrote about it this morning. So, so, so there you Farrah's go. Very smart. <laughs> she is very smart. It's crazy because this is just one of her many procedures. She's had yeah. three breast augmentations. She's had a rhinoplasty. Yeah. She's had vaginal tightening surgery every other month. Botox, a chin implant, mm-hmm, a chin removal implant, but I think she looks good. I don't know. I think she looks better with, it's also the hair that throws me off. When she had the red hair, she looked yeah. awful. Awful. But now that it's back to brown, I feel like she yeah. looks good. Yeah. I think the brown hair, stick to that, you know, it, it'll help you look a little bit better. But after this, I think she should just lay low with the plastic surgery. No, she should definitely stop because I can see her being like 40 and just looking. Everything's going to fall. Everything, yeah. Everything's, her face is going to fall. She's not going to be able to move her face. Gonna fall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she doesn't look like the Catwoman lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's going to be really scary. Yeah, In 40 years, that's what we're going to be running about. Okay. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we're not still running about Farrah Abraham <laughs> in 40 years, but maybe. Getting into the third biggest story of the week, it was also kind of last week's major story too. Janelle Evans, Nathan Griffin, David Eason, that whole explosive custody fight with Kaiser broke my heart. Even though I was not here, I was still reading all of your stories, listening to everything, you know, on social media, trying to keep up with everything. It really did break my heart to hear about all of the allegations regarding Kaiser and David and how David allegedly abused him. Yeah. And those allegations came about when 
Kaiser went to go see Nathan and Nathan's mom, Doris. They noticed some alleged marks on his butt and they questioned him. According to Nathan and Doris in a video that surfaced, Kaiser said David was the one to hit him. So all of that just really, it was sad. It's crazy. CPS launched an investigation. DSS launched one. You know, as we saw on live, Doris did have to give Kaiser back. I mean, this is after just months and months and months of fans accusing them of abuse, of Doris accusing them of abuse. Radar got Nathan's Zion call last week where he was basically begging police. He said that he was freaking out because he had to return his son and he was going to keep him. And he was really, you know, he was really upset, you can tell. Um, We actually obtained Janelle Evans's 911 calls from the incident. She actually called the police three times. Wow. Yeah, the first one was to tell them that basically she was at the the meeting spot at the gas station in North Carolina. um, And Doris basically told her, we are not giving Kaiser back to you. She called again for a wellness check because apparently when there was um, the CPS investigation, she couldn't get in touch with Kaiser. Doris wasn't answering the phone. Um, CPS wouldn't put her in contact with Doris. So she called again and then she called one final time, which was July 3rd, to get the um, police escort to go pick up Kaiser. So she too seemed pretty freaked out in all of the 911 calls. Yeah, she definitely did. I listened to them. Very scary. Mm -hmm. But... The whole, just everything. It's just so sad. Like, here and to see and all of this is just continuing. When will it end for them? I feel like the best way for them to go about it is to meet up and just put their differences aside. I feel like Nathan and David need to fix their issues. But they, like, it's mostly Janelle and Nathan. Because Nathan and David used to communicate. They were the ones that would text. They were the ones, you know, to communicate. They were on, even though... Nathan really didn't like David at first because he had, you know, his past arrests and Nathan was just had his concerns. They were the ones to always communicate like, hey, like, you know, are you dropping off Kaiser? You know, this and that. So they had a pretty civil, just co-parenting right. relationship. And then once the accusations, you know, start, people start saying stuff and reunions and there's fighting. It just went downhill so fast. No, I know, but, like, as we saw in the last episode um, when police did the wellness check on the kids. Yes. David automatically assumed it was Nathan, and he said how, you know, he basically cursed him out. Saying he was going to, like, split his head open. Yeah, and, I mean, they all just need to communicate better. Yeah, I Um, think David also needs to let go of the fact that Nathan, quote, wants to get back with Chanel. Right, he always breaks it up. Like, okay, you've been married for almost a year now. Come on. Yeah, Nathan has moved on. He loves his girlfriend, Ashley, so move on. When Nathan texts Janelle saying, like, hey, you know, I saw reports saying that you and David were having problems. Like, I hope everything's okay. He doesn't mean that he wants to get back together. Just let it go. (laughs) Like, David just won't let that go. He's just crazy. I asked um, Gina this last week, and she was filling in for you. I asked, who do you think Kaiser should live with? So I'm going to ask you now. Who do you think he should live with? I definitely think Doris and Nathan and Ashley. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think, you know, we saw Doris. Mostly, I think he should stay at Doris's house. Yeah. I think, you know, we met her on Nathan's special. She seemed really, really genuine. She seemed like a sweet lady. She raised Nathan. Yeah, Nathan's had his ups and downs, his problems, but that's when he was older. But overall, he seems like a great guy. So I think it's best for Kaiser to stay with Doris. Look at Jace. 
Jace is with Babs, you know, and he seems very polite. Mm -hmm. Yes, he has, you know, some struggles himself, but that's probably because of the situation with Janelle. But let's remember what our special guest, Angie Mackenzie McKee's mom, told us. Do you remember when she was like... Please remind me. (laughs) She was like, it is not... Sometimes it's not the parents. Because she explained how she raised Mackenzie (laughs) Gray, and obviously she was kind of the wild child. Yeah. I think just it's the safest place for Kaiser to be with Doris. You know, I agree. The thing is, I I can't stop thinking about the live video when Kaiser finally went back to Janelle and David. He was so happy. Like, Janelle is his mom. David is his dad. I know he's his stepdad, but David is with yeah. him a lot. And I just can't help but think, could you imagine if Kaiser only saw them every other weekend? Like, that's where he grew up. I just feel like, I just don't, I just don't know if a judge would take him out of that environment. Yeah, especially because Jace was given to Babs when he was, like, exactly. nine months. Kaiser's older. Kaiser's four. Yeah, he's already four. He already knows a lot of things. Like, he has his sister there. Mm-hmm. He has Marissa. It would be really difficult to take him out of that environment right now. But if I had to go back four years, I would say he belongs with Doris. I agree. And I think at this point, I mean, I'm not an expert on the situation, but I do think that they should maybe supervise Janelle's visits a little more. Yeah. Maybe have some more people check in. Just he needs to be safe. He's four. He's too young for all this. He's so cute. He's sweet. I talked to Nathan's girlfriend, Ashley, and she says that he is just the sweetest boy that she's ever met. Yeah. And you can tell that on the show. You can see that. So we hope the best for Kaiser. Yeah. As always, we hope for the best for him. So Lauren, we have a very special guest on this week's Teen Mom Tell All. We have Johnny Donovan. If our listeners don't know who he is, he has repped Fairy Abraham, Javi Merrigan, Kayla Larry, Brana Jesus, and so many more. Hey, Johnny. Welcome to Teen Mom Time. Hey. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Perfect. We've been trying to get you on here for weeks. I know. I know. So you rep the infamous Farrah Abraham. What is it like being her manager? Um, you know, Farrah and I, we've had a, we have, I think we've had like maybe like one up and down. Um, we've definitely grown together in this business. You know, she's someone that I, I look at like a, like a sister kind of like like family to be honest because i keep it 100 with her so i mean i don't really manage her i'm just like i do like the pr and we kind of assist each other on many different business ventures um we've definitely grown to kind of understand one another i think the, the most recent time i i've uh, seen her in la for the, the movie awards i've just experienced a whole different vibe from sarah just like a whole growth you know i would say um, I think we're both in like different places in our lives. I think when I first met her to now, it's just been very, very different. You know, um, she's someone who's just very, very straightforward, knows what she wants, doesn't care what anyone thinks. And that's just the way that, you know, our relationship uh, with mine is pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I think since she was fired from Team Mom OG, I feel like she's so different now with everything that she posts and her business ideas. I feel like she's really changed. I don't think that uh, primarily she was fired from Team Mom OG. I think that she walked away, and I know that for a fact, and we've talked, talked about this, she wasn't fired. She decided to walk away. It was more of a, base, a mutual decision. It was like, you know, the show wanted her to do some stuff that she wasn't comfortable with especially at her time in her life right now, uh, due to her age and the way that she's raising Sophia and pretty much, you know, everything else that she has going on with business ventures and other stuff that she wants to do. 
uh, she just wasn't in the whole uh, MCC kind of vibe, feeling it on the way that they wanted to portray her or what they wanted her to do. Keep in mind, a lot of these shows, you know, you have storylines and they want you to do certain things. So she wasn't with it anymore. She's just like, I'm not looking to be tied down pretty much. I'm looking to kind of be like a free bird and do my own thing. Right. And obviously she probably brings most of the drama compared to her co-stars. How do you think the show is going to do now without her? Do you think it'll survive? I mean, we'll see. I mean, Cheyenne was apparently replacing Sarah. Um, I, I think that they would have to bring a lot of, like, big drama to it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I honestly don't know what the team on ratings are right now. And, like, it's, you know, it's kind of getting old. A lot of people are just like, oh, you know, it's primarily not even really focused on the kids anymore. It's mostly on the drama. Exactly. So, I mean, we'll see. They're going to have to find someone to really replace her to bring really big drama I mean, I don't think Corey and Cheyenne have that much drama, but then again, people don't really know their relationship on Instagram. You know, they just know that they have a cute kid together. I know Corey personally, um, and I've met Cheyenne, I think, like twice, and I haven't even heard her speak before. So I don't even know what she sounds like. But I know she's very shy, but she probably definitely has a mouth on her, you know? <laughs> I know that she's uh, very uh, close to a lot of celebrities. So, I mean, it can, it can be different. It can be a different twist, but at this point, they're looking for someone to just give them ratings so they feel probably that Corey can give them ratings because he's had opportunities with like I mean uh, he's had other ups and downs with other girls on the show on other shows and stuff so it might be drama we'll see yeah, everyone has to tune in you know yeah but what do you think because Cheyenne wasn't a technically a teen mom so they've been getting a lot of backlash that they didn't pick someone else from the franchise how like do you know if they've been handling all that backlash well like they're not so welcomed onto the show basically um, to be honest, all I just pr- uh, pretty much say is, I don't think Cheyenne's a team mom either. I just think, uh, the reason why their picture was because again, Corey has so much drama on other shows and it brings the other show ratings. So this might bring ratings to the show with That's the drama point. he may have with Cheyenne raising their daughter, you know? So again, you know, TV and the production company always have something up their sleeve. Um, they like to surprise everybody pretty much with with new things, you know, just like even on other franchises that with like Jersey Shore, you know, they surprised everyone with it, bringing Angelina back, you know? So, yeah, no. Yeah. Especially what did you, all, what did you think of Brianna coming onto team mom too? That was kind of a huge surprise. Yeah. Cause you represent Brianna as well. I mean, you know what? I worked with Brianna in the past. Um, I think Brianna is great. You know, her mom, it, you know, they really have drama and that's what really entices people. I feel like every show needs a, a different twist, especially like Teen Mom. Uh, Brianna's that outcast because Brianna is from like Florida and her sister is very strong, has a strong personality and her mom has a strong personality. So that's what they need for the series. Um, so again, that's why they might be bringing Corey, you know? Um, yeah. and, and Cheyenne, because Corey has a strong background. He's from Michigan and, you know, and they're also African-American you know, that they're bringing that diversity to the show, which needs to be shown on shows like this for people to tune in because everyone just, you know, like today, there's really stories like that out there, you know, especially with Brianna, like her mom is sick and, you know, they have strong personalities. They're very strong. And that's what they're going to bring to the series to make the series pop. And even like on Team Mom Young and Pregnant, Bart and Ashley, they have strong personalities and they pop. Right. They so do. <laughs> they always have that. 
pop personality of people that brings in ratings, you know, just like Ashley and Bart brought ratings to that show. Without that, without them two, there would be no show. You know, so that is true. They always yeah. find someone to kind of. Without them two, I'm telling you that right now, there would be no Team Mom Young and Pregnant. So the, the cast should thank them for bringing the readings up. Um, and, you know, that's pretty much what I have to say on that. <laughs> so you have represented Brianna De Jesus, Javi American, Kaylin Lowry, Janelle Evans. I know sometimes you have mm-hmm. a lot of the co-stars doing events together. I know you did um, Fair Abraham and Javi did one together at one point. Obviously, uh, not all of them get along. Is it hard repping all of these people with all these different personalities and feuds that hate each other? <laughs> um, you know what? I've worked, I've worked in this business for 10 years, so I've seen it all. Like, again, I worked on Jersey Shore, and I worked with Angelina, which was the most hated on the show when it, the, like, the series first launched its like, reality um, explosion on things. So pretty much, you know, I've seen, I've worked with Janelle on a personal level and Janelle wasn't, uh, wasn't friendly with the cast. Um, and pretty much when you're in a situation, you pretty much have got to stay with the person you're work, working with or rapping, but you, you're also nice. So pretty much like the relationship that I have with Kale, the relationship that I have with Javi, it wouldn't have happened if I didn't never met, if I never worked with Janelle. I would have never met Janelle if I never worked with Sarah. You know, Sarah right. was the one that introduced me to like everyone on Teen Mom. So, you know, I always have loyalty to one person, and I always will always have loyalty to Sarah. I always have loyalty to Janelle. Uh, Janelle and I separated ways about, I mean, two years ago. And, you know, I was still invited to her wedding. Um, I chose not to go. I was still, uh, you know, I still, I still text David here and there. I still text Janelle. And, you know, I've seen them. I think we went to the movie awards last year or the VMAs last year. And we actually all had dinner and we met up and we caught up and, you know, we put everything aside of us. So everyone grows as the series grows, you know? So if one person doesn't like each other, I think they just like pretty much separate each other. You know what I mean? They just separate. Like, they will try not to be in the same room. With the Kale and Hobby situation, you know, I've been there for Kale on situations where I've understood Kale and, and her, you know, ways of understanding certain things. But I've also partied with Javi and, you know, I don't really know the drama I'm trying to get involved. I just treat everybody different. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of, you said Janelle and David, a lot of people say some mm-hmm. pretty hurtful and mean things about David, that he's creepy, that he's horrible, he's a bad dad. What is he like off camera? David is strictly David. He's a very Southern country kid who grew up with just very strong morals and you know, the way he's raising his kids shouldn't be judged. I mean, David is David and, uh, you know, people, people have certain ways of raising their kids. I think the reason why they're so categorized is because they're in the public eye and people just love to cause attention. And that's what pretty much happens when you're on television. People just literally, um, you know, most recently Farah had, I'm just going off topic here. Farah had a, a, a fight with my other client. Trita. And, you know, yes. if it wasn't oh, for yeah. the audience, yeah, yeah, if it wasn't for the audience, the audience is what, uh, you know, the fans are the ones that start the argument. So one little fan can turn something into so big. And, you know, David, they, they really, truly, genuinely care for their kids. They want their kids to be in a happy environment. A lot of people are twisting, say things, and, and make, they make their, their situation look bad. So, again, I've known David for about three years. I think David's a great guy. You know, and even, like, with David and, like, the backlash and, like, the homosexuality comments and stuff, 
you know, I, I'm a homosexual. I'm, I'm a homosexual, and he's treated me with respect. We've been to gay clubs together. Janelle's hosted gay clubs together. So, you know, when that came in, I was like, you know, David might have said something stupid, but he definitely didn't mean it, you know? So, I mean, that's the only thing I could say about David. Uh, but he's a great guy. He has great morals. Uh, grew up in a very great environment. I know his mom. You know, I've done dinner with his mom. And, you know, I mean, again, it's, it's pretty much based on the fans of the show. They're the ones that stare everything up. <laughs> so it said that, you know, some yeah. reports claim that Janelle has yet to sign her newest contract for Team Mom 2. Do you think she's really going to mm-hmm. quit? Because I, I don't want her to. I do like their storyline. I honestly... I know, listen, I honestly feel like Janelle's at that, that point in her life where she really doesn't want to do this anymore. Right. You know, a lot of people want to be on TV, a lot of people want to be on shows, but they don't really know what's behind the shows and, and how much work they have you do and how much not, like, personal space you can have. And when you're raising kids, you know, kids around this age start remembering everything. And even, like, I have nieces and nephews who are, like, 8 to 10 years old. I have my brother who hasn't been around in their, in his, their lives. And pretty much, I can relate to Janelle if Janelle didn't want to go back because Janelle doesn't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah, the fame is great. She's experienced so many things. She's got a lot of opportunities. But in reality, when it comes down to it, it's pretty much like it's it's time to move on. You know, people just want to do new things and want to experience new things and also grow, you know? So that's the best I can say about about that, that whole contract and stuff like that. Do you think, you know, because Janelle brings a lot of drama. Everyone says she's like the Farah of Team mm-hmm. Mom 2. Do you think if Janelle did not return that Team Mom 2 would fail? Yep, 100%. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie. That's 100%. And we all know that. She's the star of the show. I mean, like, everyone that I work with pretty much is, like, a well-known, like, personality. And they're the breakout stars, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, like, even on Jersey Shore, I, I think Angelina is the breakout star. She's as much as everyone's like been there for seven years, she's the breakout star. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Janelle is the breakout star of the show. Without Janelle, there'd be no show. Without Barbara, there'd be no show. Um, but also Kale is like the second one too. So Kale could hold her own, you know? So Kale would be great. They would just have to attach Mackenzie on there because Kale, Kale is also the breakout star on that series. So it's a little tough, you know? Yeah. They, they could do without Janelle, but I think Janelle would be in a happier place. Mm-hmm. And Janelle, uh, you know, David Boltz will be in a happier place. You know, they don't got to deal with, with the, the drama and the contracts and the schedules and the back and forth and the mom and the lies and all that stuff. Yeah. Agreed. So. Yeah. What would you say is the craziest mm-hmm. behind the scenes moment from any of the Teen Mom stars you've repped? Um, you know, I, I think the craziest Teen Mom moments that I've ever experienced is pretty much, I think, when uh, we were all at MTV and we were all filming. This is when I think all the team moms came together for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we were at MTV and, um, you know, Sarah had called me like the night before. I was like, listen, we're going to be filming this MTV special in Times Square at 1515. I want you to come with me because all these girls are attacking me. And I was oh, like, I got you. I got your back. I'm going to come. And, um... You know, I really never met any other cast members from Team Mom because I had worked with Farrah for so long. And um, we were in a conference room, and I remember Tyler, I think that, I remember Tyler, his whole family, and um, his, what's his girlfriend's name? Kaylin. Um, 
she was pregnant at the time. So mm-hmm. this is right before their baby. I think she was like almost due. Um, and also, what's her name? Ryan's girlfriend. Macy. There's Macy. Amber. Macy was pregnant too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all in a room and, and they had literally just set us up to like, uh, they were attacking us. Oh, I think and I they had attacked her. So I had attacked back. So that's the one time I was literally like crazy. It was like, Unbelievable. Yes, I um, feel like I just watched this clip. Yeah, no, I feel like I remember yeah, this. Did, yeah, it, did yeah, it air? It was in New York. I was in, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. in the conference room and just, it just popped up out of nowhere. So it, was just, it got crazy. Yeah, like everyone know? was eating lunch so or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have so many others. Um, I think another one would be... Because hmm, I remember I worked with Janelle for like about a year and a half. So I've been to Janelle's house. Um, Jesus, I would have to say with Janelle, it would probably be like me going to Myrtle Beach and like uh-huh. with when she was with like Nathan, Jason's birthday. No, I, I went, I went, it was Jason's birthday party. We had at like a fun zone type place mm-hmm. in uh, down there, and pretty much it was like her and her mom got into an argument, and I experienced that first. So that's the best I can say on that. <laughs> you know? And you've been on the show. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't even sign up to be on the show. A lot of the times it's like, I didn't even know we were filming today. I thought it was going to be like off camera. I, when I worked with Janelle, I would avoid it sometimes. I'd be like, you know, I just woke up with my coming. But are you okay? You know? <laughs> and then I'd show up after. Yeah, be, because a lot of the times the producers just throw them different schedules and right. I didn't want to be on. You know, and then a lot of the times I would get stopped on the street. They're like, "Oh, from Team Mom," you know. Oh my god! Oh, that's so, so funny. <laughs> you have yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah, especially at the air at the airport. Uh, we've gone stopped at the airport, uh, traveling to LA, coming back from LA, New York, Times Square. Yeah. Well, Johnny, it was so great having you. Thank you so much for letting Anytime. us talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much for finally <laughs> coming on. <Yeah. laughs> I know, I know. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, bye, bye. Johnny. Thank you. Bye. Lauren, that was so great. I'm glad we finally had Johnny on because I feel like whenever we call him, he's sleeping. He's always Because he's always sleeping. on LA time. So probably even when he's in New York. He's <laughs> probably pro- when he's in New York. Yeah, he's probably still sleeping. I mean, the man works really, really hard. He does. He represents like all the teen moms. Everyone, and they're all crazy, and there's like 300 teen moms. But I'm really, really happy that we finally got him on. He has so much teen mom gossip that no one knows. So many behind-the-scenes stuff. That was my favorite part. The whole story with Farah when everyone was ganging up on her. Oh, that was so interesting. Yeah, poor Farah as always. But I'm happy we finally got him on, and I cannot wait to have him back to spill even more Teen Mom Tea. So on this week's Teen Mom Teas, is Janelle Evans endangering her children again? Again. Like, it's over and over and over again. There's always something. There's always something. Always. And every single time... She uploads anything on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. People find something to criticize. But sometimes it's good and every, it needed. <laughs> every single Instagram photo, if you read yeah. the comments, there's something that she has done wrong. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of good that people pointed out. Maybe she'll fix it. But definitely head over for this tease. It is really, really good. So check out RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com to find out what it is. Well, thank you everyone so much for joining us. And make sure you tune in next week for even more Team Mom drama. Bye! Bye.